Insert coin. Get ready for all work, no play. Go. This is the show right now. Yeah, you just I spilled beer on you my. Did, you literally my junk. did a spit take as we began the show, as I'm sure many of our audience is doing right now. They're spitting out their laser drinks or whatever they drink now because it's 2015. <laughs> Last one we did was in like 2013. It was in the aughts, I think. I think so. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to All Work No Play, starring Liam O'Brien and Sam Regal. I'm Sam Regal, Voice of America, and this is Liam O'Brien. Oh, shit. We are out of practice. We haven't done this in a long time. Welcome back to the show, guys. People who have stuck through... Uh, we we don't need to tell you what this awesome show is about, but for the, our new listeners who have just been turned on to us by retweets from Geek and Sundry or who, whomever, uh, this is a show where me, Sam Regal, and my buddy here, Liam O'Brien, we're voice actors who work a lot, and we talk about that. We talk about our work. We talk about our families. We talk. We also challenge ourselves to do something fun every episode. Every episode meaning once a year. Once a year. <laughs> oh my gosh! I think we can try to be a little bit better moving forward maybe we could do like four a year I okay think we commit to quarterly four, quarterly <laughs> catch up with sam and liam i'm, turn, I'm turning off the light okay, by the way. that's fine oh, oh yeah intimate uh this episode brought to you by uh i don't know what to call this rogue beer rogue beer rogue I'm, beer rogue I'm, nation beer i'm holding a bottle of dad's little helper black ipa i'm holding a bottle of brutal india pale ale and uh, let me just take a sip here. Yes. These were given to me. Mm. Uh, for my birthday. That's uh, nutty. Uh, from a good friend, Pierce O'Toole at Warner Brothers. Oh, is that a, our first name drop of the episode? It is. Name drop. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Here's what happened, um, in my estimation anyway. Uh, I think what happened is that when we started this podcast, we're both sort of on the same level of not being able to keep up with our lives mm-hmm. and do anything. Your your baby was a fresh baby. My baby did not exist, I don't think. Well, no, no, no. I, I oh, know. my my one baby, baby number right, one, right. Harry, Donald, Harry Trump. Donald Trump was was young. Yes, he was a baby, easy to manage. And my kids, Hamlet and Romper Stomper, were a little bit older, not as old as they are now, and easier to manage on my end but what has happened is my kids have gotten a little bit older i actually have a little more free time than i used to Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you are locked down like you are in a gulag you got two kids and they demand all your time yeah so somewhere in in our hiatus i had a second baby and we haven't even named her on the show she's she's a girl she needs a code name because we don't like to mention our kids real name what state does she live in she lives in California. Oh, that's a big coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> um, she is feisty. She's strong. She feels no pain. Like, literally. Like, I, I've slammed her finger in doors, and she ha- she does not cry. Sure. Oh, well, the bones have informed her. <laughs> or she's the Terminator. Uh, I'm not sure. You have you Maybe heard. I'll just call her Terminator. Done. <laughs> okay, done. 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 Okay, so we have Harry Donald... Harry, Harry excuse me. Harry, Harry Donald, Donald Trump, Trump and Terminator. Terminator. Romper Stomper, which is my girl. And the older boy, Hamlet. Ah, they're both still very. Uh, the names are very appropriate for the my kids. Ideas. Yeah, so the kids take up a ton of time. Work takes <sighs> up a ton of time, 
And now we have this weekly thing that we do, Liam. Yeah, uh, it started on this show, uh, the one-off uh, Dungeons & Dragons game we played back in 1887 <laughs> has become an ongoing game that we play back when there were actual dragons roaming the earth. <laughs> that has taken up whatever what last little bit of breathing room you've had. Yeah. You barely make it there every week from work. You come in like at the, at the 11th hour. It's true. Uh, we start at 7. I usually roll in at 7.10, mm-hmm. 7.15. I missed the first five minutes, but uh, and then we we play for all of you who are listening to our podcast but don't know the show. It's called Critical Role. We stream it every week on Twitch. It's a Dungeons and Dragons game with me, Liam, and a bunch of voice actors who we can name drop in a minute, and we have fun. We play Dungeons and Dragons. It's fun. We do. It's it's apparently it's a thing. A sensation. It's some a would sensation. Argue, yeah. Some would argue. A fast-growing audience uh, took us unawares. Um, it's something that we we had talked about behind closed doors for a while. Our dungeon master, Matt Mercer, name drop, uh, <laughs> told us a year before it happened that he got called into Geek and Sundry to talk about a possible show. And we'd hear about it once in a while. We used to play like every six weeks. I thought he was just, just a buffoon. He was living in some dreamland. <laughs> right. Who would make a show out of a Dungeons & Dragons campaign? We play three and a half hours a week and people tune in and watch it. I'm telling you, it's amazing. And it's fun. And we get to see our friends and go on these adventures. And it's like doing an improv show. It's so great. Does it scratch that improv itch for you? It does. It does. It really does. You know, like Liam and I are both... Theater guys, you're a theater guy, big theater guy, and every once in a while, every year or so, you get the itch. You got to be on stage, yeah. And this kind of it kind of satisfies in a weird, perverse way, yeah, yeah. It gets it, yeah. So that's the main reason I would say is a combination of Sam uh, leveling up his fatherhood, Mm -hmm. and now we have this additional thing. It's kind of hard to to say to to my wife anyway, and say like, listen. I know every Thursday night I'm going to go roll dice and pretend to be an elf. Yeah. But I also need to do a weekly podcast. Yeah, that's impossible. She would she would just look at you and she'd punch you in the face. Right. She might punch More. you in the face. More. Uh, <laughs> in addition to the punches you already get. If I'm lucky. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 okay. So uh, I, we're trying to remember how the, the format of our show. What the hell we used to talk about. I think at this point in the show we would say, how's your life? How's your work? How's your kids? <laughs> uh, you know most of those answers because I've just seen you. We just got back from Comic-Con this past yeah. weekend. Mm-hmm. We hung out a bit. We had a bit of a, a, an adventure, a misadventure, trying to find food on Saturday. Uh, most of San Diego was either closed for food or uh, full. So full, in fact, that there was an hour wait to get into the Hooters. The Hooters, right. We thought we were going to settle for Hooters. Hooters was too good for us. <laughs> Hooters was too classy that a joke gal, for us. That gal put in her monocle and turned her nose up and said, good day, sir. <laughs> uh, I said good day. Hey, here's a question for you. When, you. when you go out of town, when you leave the house, not when you leave the house, when you go to San Diego for mm-hmm. a couple of days, what do your kids do? How do they react to that? What do you mean? Are they good travelers? Is that no, what you're no, asking no. me? Did they come with you? They didn't come with you, did they? Oh, no. This time, no. They did if not. If they say goodbye to you for two or three days, what's that like? It's torture. For me, emotionally, it's the worst thing in the world because, you know, they know now. Like, at least Harry Donald Trump, he knows the difference between daddy's going to work, papa's going to work, mm-hmm. and papa's going away for a couple of days. And it's just heart-wrenching. He, he just kept keeps saying, like, one more hug, one more hug, one mm. more hug. It's awful. It's brutal. It's terrible. Yeah. The little one, Terminator, she feels no pain or emotion. 
She could she could give a shit if I'm ever home. Gun, 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 gun. <laughs> I I think when she looks at me, it's all got that red cast on it. Uh, <laughs> and a little readout. Yeah, a little little. <laughs> she's formulating uh, how to kill me. Uh, sarcastic dope leaving grounds. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's heart wrenching. How about do your kids uh, beckon for you? Do they call you? Do you, do you Skype with them when you're on the road? Uh, I didn't for this one because well, I was they were with me, although they barely saw me. I get up and make breakfast and then go out. But when I do leave, when I here's the thing. Um, I mean, I've described my kids a little bit uh, to past listeners, but if you're just tuning in, my daughter, Romper Stumper, the, the younger one, she is uh, carefree, uh, ch- charms the pants off of everyone she meets. She's just she's stum- a delight. She is a delight, although she's Romper Stomper, so she does romp. Of course. She also stomps, oh. and she stomps way harder than she than she used to, but mm. she's still a delight. She's fine. She's fine. She gives me a hug. She gives me kisses. Okay. Uh, my son still is very much Hamlet. <laughs> and when 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 Hamlet's father is gone, Hamlet is sad. Oh yes, just like in just the, just in, like in the, the play. Uh, by that whoever that guy is. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I think it was uh, J.K. Rowling. Yep. So he does uh, this little ritual when I leave that when I leave the house. If I go, he did it today like three times. If I if I I went to the store to get some bread, mm-hmm. uh, and then another time in the day I left to do a, a jog. I took a jog both times. He's like, "Are you leaving? Are you leaving?" You're not leaving, are you? And when I finally did, I'd say, no, no, Hamlet, I'm not I'm not leaving yet. I'm not going to sneak out on you. And he and said, then, Dad, why are you calling me Hamlet? <laughs> <laughs> and then when I do leave, he has a ritual, which is he pulls he pulls my head down to his face, mm-hmm. and he gives me two kisses on one cheek. Lovely. And one on the other. Aww. He goes, mwah, mwah, mwah. I don't know where, where that came from, but it happens about two or three times a day. Is it the, is it the uh, Godfather kiss of death? Is that, is that what that is? <laughs> I think I've seen that in the movie. It could eventually come to that. <laughs> I knew it was you, Papa. Mm. You broke my heart. Um, okay, so your kids, that aside, uh, Harry Donald Trump, um, is he good? He's how old is he? Is he he's three and a school? half. He's in preschool. He's the best. He's super bright and super fun to be around. At night, he's giving me some issues. You know, parents out there can relate. He's he's having uh, trouble going to sleep. So I've started just kind of camping out in his room until he feels comfortable enough to go to go to bed to fall asleep. I've also started giving him s- items in his bed. Like uh, it started with like, okay, you can have a book in bed. Book, you know, okay. a book, but no light or to, anything. Just to hold? Just to hold. To give him, like, something to hold. Okay. And then he kept complaining, like, I can't read it. So I gave him a little flashlight thing. Okay. So now he's got a book and a flashlight. But now he wants an assortment of books. So now he's got up to four books and a flashlight in bed. But he doesn't take them out of the bed when he sleeps. He kind of sleeps on top of the on books. On top of them? <laughs> yeah. Does he ever have... Like a right angle wedge in the pressed into his forehead <laughs> yeah. when he wakes up in the morning. Yeah, mic. like the title, uh-huh. just in reverse on his right. forehead. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. He, he's a reader. He's an avid reader at three and a quarter. Um, How's his? Uh, he's Harry Donald Trump for a reason. How's his hair? His hair is amazing. He's he, he's all powerful because of that hair. It, it draws people to him, and he can do no wrong with it. It's it's he's a charmer. It's kind of getting a little mullet action right now. We'll we'll nip that in the bud. I'll I'll give him a little shave and a haircut, and it'll be great. I would be curious to see what the result would be if you let him see a little footage of 
the actual Trump. <laughs> Just soak that in a little Trump's bit. Trump's in the news now. Uh, he apparently wants to be the head of Chuck E. Cheese. And uh, <laughs> he's got in his head that he's got to be. I should show him a picture of Donald Trump and say, hey, son, this is who you were named after. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll start crying and crying mm-hmm. and talk about how Mexican immigrants are horrible. Mm. No. I'm going to walk backwards from that one. How about the, ba- the babe? The bab? She's great. She's, yeah. she's a powerhouse. She's a shit kicker. She's awesome. Uh-huh. She's, she's like, she eats like a champ. She sleeps like a champ. She uh, Harry Donald Trump abuses her and she fights back. Mm-hmm. She's only one years old. She's amazing. I love what her. What does she shit. do to fight back? She's stronger than him. Yeah? Yeah. It's the same with mine. Yeah. She's, she's a survivor. She's, she's sent from the future to save <laughs> John Connor. Yeah. My kids are kind of like that, too. They're two years apart, but they weigh, I think, close to the same. And that is because Romper Stomper is built like Vasquez from Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and she does the monkey bars for hours. She has calluses on her hands nice. from the monkey bars. We just put her into track and field camp. So... Well, I am trying to build uh, a Wonder Woman. And then my son is like Ichabod Crane. Uh-huh. He is rail thin and yeah, is always got too. his nose in a book. Uh, so too. maybe we could form some sort of squad yeah. or Well, you should start force. You should start like legitimately training her. Like our friend Ashley Johnson, name drop, drop, is on a new show coming out this fall on NBC called Blind Spot about this woman who is some sort of secret agent, has tattoos all over her body. She speaks a million languages. She knows all sorts of jujitsu and, and weapons techniques and stuff. Yeah. That's how you should start training Romper Stomper. Mm-hmm. Like every morning when she wakes up, instead of like going in there and giving her a big hug and kiss, you should have some sort of trap waiting for her mm-hmm. that she has to diffuse or get out of as training. Like start yeah. her FBI training now. I'm thinking maybe hiring you and Willing Blam name drop. Uh, <laughs> that was a, a Twitter others. name drop. Uh, and... Get you all covered in black, either like riot gear or ninja gear uh-huh. or some combination of the both and just have you crash through her bedroom windows. Yeah. Just to get her to condition her yeah. to that sort of experience. You got to be on your toes, lady, because this could happen at any moment. Now, and, and you're give... allowed to each have one free hit, one punch. On but that's her. it. Yes. But then you have to let her fight back. Okay. So we get to go in and punch a, a, a what, six-year-old girl? Six-year-old girl. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> She's strong, though. She's Get in strong. a couple licks. Yeah, yeah. We don't want it to seem like it's fake. So Yeah, and then you'll gotta... run in the room and say, honey, honey, there's a weapon hidden somewhere in the room. Find it and use it to kill the intruders. And she's got to scramble, scramble, find it. And guess what? It's just sort of a jagged blade. She uses it to to cut through our throats and then she's covered in blood. I'm imagining the moment where that actually happens. And somehow she defies the odds. And does kill you both. And I'm standing in the bedroom looking at the friend, the, the bleeding bodies of my two de- dead friends and thinking, <laughs> what have I done? Yeah. Yeah. And done? then she just turns to you, wipes the blood off of her forehead and says, I want pancakes for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> she puts her hand on my shoulder and says, Dada, we have to go to Mexico. <laughs> um, let's see. What has changed in so much has changed in the year. So um, much has changed. You, we, what, uh, family-wise, work-wise, are we on to work? <sighs> it could be whatever. Let's Guys, talk about this my, feels great. Let's it's like talk a therapy about, session. But in another way, it's disgusting because it is hot as hell. Oh my hell god, it's so hot in, in Sam's here. Sam's velvet booth. Um, <sighs> let's talk about my hair. Okay, it's when, gotten longer. It has gotten longer. When we started this podcast, I was um, totally shaved. Totally shaved. 
everywhere. All over his body. All over. No eyebrows. He left the uh, butt hairs, though, weirdly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grew them out to overcompensate. <laughs> I did it out of self-neglect because I was having a bit of a tough time uh, a couple of years ago. That's mostly behind you me. You did the shaving or the growing? The I just stopped anything. Oh, I, I barely sh- I shaved like every two weeks and would uncover a new beard rash every two weeks. <laughs> and I didn't cut my hair. And then after a while, my life started to get a little easier. And I also, after months of not caring or doing anything, went, oh, I have more hair than I remember. Oh, that looks pretty good. And now I've just kept growing it. I don't have a plan. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm struggling with things that I didn't know existed. One of which is, did you know if your hair is just so, just long enough, yes. it goes into your eyelid? I, it goes in your eye. That's not good. It gets My eyelid will blink and close, and then I have about seven hairs in my eye. It seems like you got to make a decision to cut it shorter than that or endure and, and let it go longer than the I, bottom of the I eyelid. I think I have to uh, progress to a Steven Seagal ponytail. <laughs> if, it, it might not last, but oh, a haircut happens. He's been rocking that thing for 30 years. I know, I know. But a haircut happens in like in 10 minutes. Growing hair out like that takes six months. So it I don't know if it'll look good or bad or what, but I feel like you I owe it to this. myself to find out. And I try to do it at home. The only place I give myself a ponytail is at home because I do it and most of the hair goes back. But on the side, I suddenly have like Paul Revere hair on oh, the side. out, And it looks ridiculous. You're not going to be the old guy with the ponytail though, are you? For a month or two, I will be. <laughs> as long as it's not gray in a ponytail... You're okay. If it's still your normal color. Listen, all I got to do is put a couple like ear cuffs on my ears and some false elf ears and I will look dope. It won't matter. <laughs> it won't look Steven Seagal. I'll look, I'll look terrible. But I'm still going to do it because I'm just really curious to see. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. that, that's going to be exciting. Oh, let's do it. Are you going to join me? No, I'm not going to do it because when I grow my hair. You get a fro, right? It it it, it hits a length where it it's it's not it's not fun it, it becomes um just curly enough that it looks like i'm wearing some sort of a merkin on my head look into my eyes <laughs> i can't it's too dark i can see in the light of the pro tools from that screen i will legit give you $500 if you grow your hair out as long as mine <laughs> i will legit give you fi- half of $1000 <laughs> i believe you I believe you. I don't know if it's worth it. I'm hoping the conviction <laughs> in my eyes will convince you to do it. You, The fire in your eyes is borderline frightening right now. <laughs> I've never seen you as passionate about something as this bet. It's pretty creepy in here. <laughs> it would be worse if it, we, the sounds of our dark voices weren't weren't bouncing off the walls. But yes. it is dark and we're, we're illuminated in the light of Pro Tools. Oh, man. The, the light in here is just perfect for illuminating our... Our long, unkempt hair. Hey, so so before we take our first break, yeah. anything work-wise we want to share with the audience? You know, for first-time listeners, uh, this is not a show where we talk about the craft of voice acting. Mm-mm. We do voice acting. I we don't do know. voice directing. I have no idea how I do what I do anyway, so I'm not going to try to it's teach true. you anything. I mean, in the last year or two, we, we have done, I would say, conservatively, 40 games and projects each. That's easy. Maybe, maybe 60. We've been in 60 games mm-hmm. in the last year uh, each. So that's 120 games. Yes. And then animated series, I'm going to say two dozen. Um, animated series? Have I been in? Yeah. No, it's more like uh, 30, 37. Hey, you're in Star Wars Rebels. I'm in Star Wars Rebels. I'm in Transformers Robots in Disguise. 
I played Gollum with my body and my voice uh, a while back, and that's out there. What can I say? We're we're, we're probably both in Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah. Well, we don't. They don't care. They they get. You know what? IMDb us. Anyone who who would tune in, anyone who's tuning in, probably has a vague idea who we are. I tell you what, though. What what I'm getting, what I'm feeling in my bones these days, and I haven't felt it in a long time this intensely, is I want to do theater again. <gasps> I want to do really? theater. Even with Critical Role. Even you with want cr- that outlet. Yeah. Or is I that mean, inspiring you to do even more? I've just seen some really good, this happens like, I used to see plays all the time, and I, and I hadn't, I, because of the kids again, we just didn't get out that much. Um, and I'm starting to get out and see plays more, and I've seen just a couple of really fucking good productions of theater. Like I saw Spring Awakening done mm-hmm. here in L.A. and I saw Fun Home in New York and those productions were unreal and I'm listening to them constantly. I'm not even a, you know, I'm not a musical theater guy, but the the productions and the storytelling was so good and I miss that adrenaline wave. There's like electricity that bounces back and forth between an audience of 500 people. But you people. were just in Comic-Con doing a panel. In which you got a little taste of that. A little, uh, yeah. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. And so for I, my last play, I did it here in town. It was at the Geffen. Great theater. Great production. Arthur Miller. Brilliant. Laurie Metcalf was brilliant. Neil Patrick Harris was brilliant. Uh, I was in the back uh, adapting anime back then, trying to pay my bills while they while they were on like summer camp from TV yeah, of doing that. So it's just, you know... It's a sad fact. All any actors who are listening, people are trying to to, to climb up in in this world. Uh, actors subsidize the theater, so um, mm. I can probably pull off in an afternoon of doing voiceover what I make in a week doing theater. Yeah. So just the fun. I cut off theater when I had kids, and voiceover was kind of going but blah, 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 but all over can, my lap. You can you can get it back now. I could probably once a year maybe duck out a little bit and do do a play. But I have to convince the people who used to know me in this town. You know, you, everything's connections, guys. You have to get people to know who you it's are. It's a schmooze fest. It's, it's name dropping. And when I first came to L.A., I spent the first four years uh, doing a little bit of anime, but also getting to know theater contacts out here. And then I just cut that off, and it's been eight years, and those people don't know who the shit I am anymore. <laughs> so if I want to try to do a play on a stage and also make a little bit of money doing it, I have to, like... I'm going to friggin' eat some shit again and get out there and audition and say, hey, yeah, you forgot about the pavement. Found the pavement, which scares wow. an old man like me. Sure. But I think I'm going to do it. You're going to do it. You're going to make a play for theater. You're going to get some new headshots. I'll give it a go. You're going to do some some uh, stage combat classes. <laughs> you're going to no, you're going to do, do some jazz dance lessons to get back on your feet. You're gonna take some elocution, I, and I still love I still love pretending to be elves. Um, oh man, uh, yeah, of course. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say goodbye to elves and robots, but I'm gonna see if I can maybe get a little bit of the boards back. That's a that's a cool goal. So just to recap, Liam has two goals tonight. One is to grow his hair unreasonably long. Yeah, like down my butt. Yeah, and two is to get back into his first love, which is theater. Mm-hmm. And he's treating those goals as equals. <laughs> <laughs> he's really committed yep. to growing his hair and to making a play to get back in place. Yes, I want to do a production of Glengarry Glen Ross in he, drag. In drag, yes. because your hair is going to be so long. Uh-huh. Uh, my goals are to sleep, oh. uh, to wake up later. Those goals are too high. <laughs> and 
and also to get a take a break soon because I think it's about 120 degrees in here now, <laughs> and my ball we sweat probably... is starting to eat out. Here, let me catch that. Uh, all right, so when we come back, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about the fun we done in 2014. It's gonna be great, guys. Stick around for that. Hey guys, if you have comments or suggestions for fun things we can do, follow our Twitter account at Zero Time to Play. Now on with the shizzo. Round two. And we're back. Back. So we, we just spent the last 10 minutes talking about... 10? Uh, 10 or 20 or... <laughs> An hour. Five minutes maybe talking about the kinds of things that we will not talk about on this show. Other people's financial problems? Uh, uh, medical concerns? Medical concerns. Uh, um, the elderly. Smack talk. <laughs> <laughs> our competition. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But just know... As our audience that we care about you, just know that we do talk about these things a lot. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Just like everybody does. I mean, I feel like, Liam, am I alone here? When you go to somebody else's house and you go to their bathroom, mm-hmm. you look through the medicine cabinet, right? <laughs> I want to see if there's any kind of pharmaceutical prescriptions that I could take advantage of. Or or that are weird in some way. Like, oh, yeah. look, he's got butt cream. That's he's weird. He's got butt cream. Oh, cataracts. This guy's got cataracts. <laughs> I'm not alone, am I? Am I alone? I'm the only guy who does that. Uh, I will often examine the stool of, uh, <laughs> of friends and coworkers. What we're saying is don't invite us over for dinner. <laughs> Uh, done. Ah, oh, boy. So here's where we are. We're going to talk about the fun we done maybe a year ago. Every episode, we challenge ourselves <laughs> to do something fun, to break the mold, to get out of the grind, and do something fun and different together as friends. When we set out on the show, it was going to be once a week. <laughs> and then we quickly were like, oh, that's insane. Yeah, like it's going to be month. every other week, uh, once a month. <sighs> Once every odd year. <laughs> Here we Is are. Is it an election year? Every election year we'll do one. So, um, last year. We did one. We did one. We went and did something crazy. This one was your idea. So, why don't you set it up? Okay. So, I I said to Liam, hey, Lee. And he said, stop calling me. Um, I said, hey, Lee, why don't we go curling? I said, what the shit is that? Curling is when, uh, this was this was right after, I think, the Olympics. So we're talking like two <laughs> years ago when I had this idea. Anyway, uh, curling is those guys on the on the ice in the Olympics. You only ever see it once every four years. They've got a broom. They sweep, 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 sweep. There's a big rock puck thing that people are sliding across. I, no one knows how the sport works, but Liam and I signed up for a class, a curling class at good old... What was it? Burbank curling, North Hollywood curling, L.A. curling, Hollywood curling, something like that. Uh, ice house. It was near. I don't know. It was near the Burbank airport. It was way north in the valley. And uh, they told you to wear stuff you'd be comfortable with on ice. I wore shitty sweatpants and mm-hmm. sweatshirt. And I wore this sort of woolen crocheted ski mask thing that was yellow that made it look like I had a mustache and beard. It was also kind of nerdy. I took it very seriously. 
Um, I think I showed up in uh, a banana costume. Yeah, you were you were I dressed. Was, I was in work clothes. Totally normally. Yeah. So we show up at the ice. That's what uh, us curlers call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we showed up on the ice. <laughs> uh, and uh, there was a guy. There was a teacher. He was like an old Canadian guy mm-hmm. who kinda, taught us the class. Kind of stocky and uh, salt and pepper uh, hair, yeah. right? Looked like a curler. <laughs> we had uh, we had uh, about six or seven or eight. Maybe I'm sorry, Liam. In the group. A boot, a boot, uh, seven or eight. A boot, people. seven or eight. Oh, sorry there. And uh, uh, there was like a couple of uh, women in their twenties, maybe, and a couple of like, hey, we're here to do some sports, guys, young guys. Yeah, but you know, one person. There was also a couple. Oh, okay. couple, couple of fellas. Couple of fellas. And one of the fellas had a had a baby. <laughs> he brought a baby. This where, per- this where? was the defining element of the whole night was this guy <laughs> he, and his child. He had a baby and not not like a toddler, not like a 6-year-old, not like Hamlet. This was an infant. This was a a a 4 or 5 months I'm Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In diapers. Uh, uh, the class, mind you, started at what eight or nine p.m. Mm-hmm. So this baby should have been asleep. Right. Um, instead, the baby was on a baby Bjorn on the man. Bjorn is like a little uh, backpack that you wear on your front side it's with a the front ba- with a baby in it facing forward. Yeah, I, you might I've have called them. it an Ergo or a baby Bjorn or your generic brand uh, Babies Are Us <sighs> uh, baby carrier. It's a Bjorn. So the guy had a baby on the front of him on ice. Now. You're not... People were falling <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. You go on the ice with sneakers. If you're lucky. I mean, some people were wearing, well, like, work shoes there. You're not on carpet. You're not... It's not special ice that doesn't slip. It's slippery ice. The guy was on the ice with a baby. So, I fell on my butt. Uh, I Hundreds fell on my knees. People were falling constantly. So, the whole time I've got this... Br- I mean... The guy is interrupting our conversation about just just about talking how ridiculous the sport of curling is. I can't just talk about how cockamamie a sport curling that is because would I have, have been to enough. talk about the man with a baby on his chest. And the whole time I'm standing there working my muscles and going and pushing a broom back and forth to slow down the puck, the yeah, stone, well, yeah, or whatever it was. Hey, were we slowing it down or speeding it up? We were slowing it down. Slowing it down. We're you want to stop it. Yeah. I got one eye over on the right at uh, Chester here. With a kid, <laughs> a baby strapped to his chest and thinking, please, God, don't let him peanut butter and jelly this kid into the ice. Yeah, or if he does fall, please, God, let him fall backwards, cracking his head open, not forwards on top of the baby, smushing it. So someone could, they could take that baby away and give it to him, a man or a woman or both who would not okay. bring the baby to a curling place. So speaking of which, I remember distinctly one moment... Mind you, this is a year ago. Yes. <laughs> when it was his turn to um, roll, mm-hmm. shoot, uh, bowl. I don't remember the nomenclature it's, anymore. It's called uh, Pitch a Baby. Pitch a Baby. Uh, it was his turn to take the, the rock. I think that, no, stone. The stone, by the way, is a like a 30 pound, like big, big, big puck. Got uh, a handle on the top. Foot wide. But it's just like picture um, shuffleboard if the, if the little puck weighed. Ten times as much. Or shuffleboard uh, if the puck was normal, but you just happened to be uh, a Smurf size. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so he, it was his turn to roll or slide or do whatever you bowl, bowl it. Mm. And he, he couldn't do that with a baby. So he took the baby and gave it to the instructor <laughs> and he said, Hey, hold my baby. <sighs> and the instructor, and the instructor kind of looked at everyone like, is this really happening? And the instructor who, I don't know if he's ever held a baby before, <laughs> who was also on the ice was holding this stranger's baby. Late fifties, early sixties. This guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, old man. Hold my baby on the ice. Hey, old extra from the movie Strange Brew. Here's my child. I'm going to push your broom back and forth. Oh, my God. I mean, I guess you know that the the, the old guy can't run away with your baby because he would just kind of run in place like Wile Coyote. <laughs> but it seems like a dubious proposition. You know, the baby lived, so joke's on us. The guy had a great time, and he didn't have to pay for a sitter. Jeez, I could have taken my baby's curling We could have saved so times. much money. Yep. Oh man, and and the curling itself was actually kind of fun. It's more athletic than you think. You run your ass up and down the the ice, uh, brooming stuff. I will say this: there was uh, two groups learning that night. Probably twelve people in each group. We had sort of a game at the end of the night, a competition to see mm-hmm. how many goals we could all score. The score at the end of the night was zero to zero. Nobody scored. <laughs> Nobody got it anywhere close to the bullseye. I, I believe. Wow. And uh, that's that. I, I'm shocked <laughs> uh, and disappointed in myself. Yeah. Yeah, all that sweeping for naught. I've always been a great athlete, and it was rather a disappointment. But, oh, what a falling off was there, if we can bring <laughs> it back to Hamlet. <laughs> but I will say this. Curling, if you're ever thinking about doing it, if there's an opportunity in the township or the burg where you live. You should definitely skip sign, it. Skip that. What? No, I was going to say sign up. Sign up. It was a fun two hours. <laughs> Would have been even more fun with a beer or two in us. Yeah. And uh, and bring your baby. Bring, <laughs> bring the whole family. Uh-huh. Bring grandma. Bring the baby. You know what? <laughs> Why wait? Bring your pregnant wife <laughs> when she's eight months pregnant. Yeah. Get her on the ice, pushing that broom. Yeah. yeah. Stopping it'll, that. Stopping that puck. Yeah, it'll limber her up. Mm-hmm. It'll. Uh, we don't. We don't. We really don't remember anything some, about this. Story. Some women uh, to uh, like take walks in the weeks leading up to having a baby. Some mm-hmm. women actually, when they give birth to the child, they do it in a warm bath. Yep. Some women go curling. Yeah, yeah. I think it's an, an approved Lamaze method. Mm-hmm. You breathe, you breathe, you throw a stone. Yeah. You how breathe, the, you breathe, you sweep. It's how the Nords did it, I think. <laughs> That's why they're so good in the Olympics. <laughs> uh, so uh, that was the fun we done. Um and it was fun, and it was different, and we got to do more of that, Liam. We got to expand our horizons. I think after the break, we will uh, consider a couple of options of things we could do. Pick one. Do you have ideas? I got, a, I got an idea or two. Okay. And then we will uh, propose uh, a date in the future, like 2017. Sure. Almost like we're planning like a satellite to buzz around in uh, the moons of Jupiter. Something during the Jeb Bush presidency. Uh-huh. Yeah. In the second term. Okay. Right. Okay. And uh, if you're lucky, we'll do that. Okay. Great. Well, when we come back, stay tuned for us planning to do something in five years. I fell on my baby. <laughs> Want to send us your own stories of fundum, ask us questions, or give us booze recommendations? Email us at zerotimetoplay at gmail.com. Final round. Oh, Liam. Are we recording? Hold on, I'm not even sitting down. Sit down, sit There's down. A straight piece of foam. I don't know where this came from. It just from comes on the, it goes on the floor. It goes on the floor. Okay. It's okay. All right. 
Oh man, guys, we talked. It's, to... it's so good to be back. <laughs> I know that this isn't going to happen again for at least seven months. This but is the... we're here right now in this moment. You guys are listening to the 2015 episode. And it's been going great for us. We don't know how you guys are enjoying it, but for us, this has been great. We've been hanging out, bonding. We're not wearing shirts anymore. It's been great for all of them. What? I'm just touching my uh, peck there. Yeah, that was your left peck. My left peck. Uh, It's been good for me because, you know, for the last three months, we've seen each other Almost every Thursday night. But we don't get to talk. But we don't get to talk. We're both rushing over from whatever directing or acting job we have. We go, we can pour a beverage. We can shove some food into our mouths. And then we're out there. And then you're over on the other side of the room. And there's a little bit of D&D interaction. But there's none of this. Yeah. No, this is we're broing out tonight. Hey, let's just real quick talk about Critical Role for a second. How have you enjoyed it so far, Liam? It's kind of my favorite thing. Wow. It's kind of eclipsed. Like, I still do great uh, acting jobs, and Uh I love it when I book something. But it's so new, and I love y'all so much. The last three months have been unreal. The idea that we're—it shouldn't even exist. It shouldn't even be a real thing. No, it's crazy. And I I said this on our panel at at Comic-Con, but I'm going to say it again. Like— over two and a half years, we were playing this on our own, and, yeah. and this this world, these characters, the people we were meeting, felt real, but almost like I was Bruce Willis in Twelve Monkeys. Uh, you know, it, that was just what was in my head. I'm like, I, I think I might be crazy. All that's not real, but now other people that yeah. I don't know are talking to yeah. me about Gilmore and Kima yeah. and all these characters. People are making fan art. People are getting tattoos. You are confirming that it is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're not making it up. I mean, we are making it up, but, but it's, it's, it's so people are, are enjoying what we're doing, but also like making it a real part of their lives. And it's, it's kind of, it's kind of amazing. Mm. I don't know where this is going. I don't great. either. Everybody's great. But you know what we got to do, Liam? We got to we got to challenge ourselves because every week on this show, <laughs> we challenge ourselves to do something fun, to to not nothing work related, just something fun. And you said you have an idea. Yeah, I have an idea. It's been discussed Skydiving. previously. No, I'm never going to do that. Latex? Um, uh, is it some sort of kinky latex thing? I kind of want to leave that behind the scenes <laughs> and not out front. Okay. No, we've talked a little bit to Jennifer Hale, an up-and-coming actor <gasps> okay. in the business, about uh, um, rock climbing. Rock climbing. Rock climbing. Yeah, she is buff and tough and rough. Uh, what yeah. else rhymes with those three words? Uh, cuff. Cuff. She's she cuff. owns handcuffs. Mm-hmm. She drinks Duff beer. <laughs> She's been climbing and She's hiking for years. <laughs> Oh, that's not the something to say about okay. Jen Sorry. Hale. Jen, Jennifer Hale, I promise she's not a fluffer. She's just a camera woman. That's it. She watches. She's more of a voyeur. <laughs> um, but she she, she she, is an outdoorsy type, and she, uh, she roughs it. I don't do that. But she has asked if we want to rock climb with her someday. Yeah. So that's something you can do in the San Fernando Valley. Yeah, So we is. can meet her there. We need some upper body strength, but we I can don't, I don't through. have that. Does that mean I can't do no, it? No, no, we can try. We can fail. There'll be ropes okay. on us, right? Yeah. That's a good one. I, I like that one a lot. I run a lot. I have a good heart, I think, but as far as arm strength goes, it pushes into the negative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think what else we could do. We've gotten suggestions from our audience in the past 
anyone wants to tweet at us at Sam Regal or at Voice of O'Brien, thank you. Tweet us some uh, some ideas for some fun things that we could do. Uh, there's indoor skydiving. There's uh, there's indoor skydiving. There is close to L.A. Vegas at Universal Vegas Studios. Universal. Indoor skydiving, you go into like this wind tunnel, they put you in a stupid suit. Oh, that's good. That's good. There's no danger of dying. We could definitely do one of those two things. Yeah. Maybe we could do- You know what though? We should should be conservative here. Mm. Odds are we're going to have like 10 minutes to do something. So what's something fun we could do in 10 minutes? 10 minutes. We could do a one act play. Okay. We could uh, streak across Dodger Stadium. Uh Uh-huh. We could watch part of an episode of House of Cards. (laughs) We could do that. We could uh, uh, arson. We could partake oh, in a yeah, arson. Yeah, That's fast. We just, just need some fuel and and mm-hmm. uh, and some some tinder. That goes quick. And if we have extra time, then we can find a quiet spot and enjoy enjoy the after effect. But it just yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. just you know it's just as light a match. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I think I'm out of shit to say. Well, you know what though, Liam? I think we did well today for for being a little rusty for yeah. not doing a new live episode yeah. in maybe 12, 18 months. I think we did a lot. We we talked about our friends. We talked about our Dungeons and Dragons. We talked about mm-hmm. babies on the ice. I learned a lot. We learned about the theater. We learned about children. And most importantly, we learned that Jennifer Hale is a fluffer. Is a fluffer. No, that's not true. All right. Well, we've recorded another episode of uh, All Work, No Play. We will see you in 2137 yep. uh, for the next episode. Uh, if our robot masters let us out of our uh, hollow prisons. The tube technology will hold, and I will schlorf in and meet you. And hey, guys, check us out every Thursday night on Critical Role on Twitch.com. Uh, go to the Geek and Sundry channel. Anything else you want to plug, Liam O'Brien? Not a thing. Not a goddamn My love for you! Oh. Let's make out. Okay, good night, everyone. All for you, Damien. <laughs> All for you. Thanks for listening, guys. If you want to be the first on your block to hear the next episode, be sure to click subscribe on iTunes. You will instantly improve the world by doing so. And remember, don't work too hard. <laughs>